0: Perak Yud Mishnah, Mishnah Dalid. Mishnah continues the discussion of the previous Mishnah, which is how the fact that at least the one person in the case is a deaf mute affects the laws of Yibam. But whereas in the previous Mishnah, we discussed a case where both the brothers of the Yibam situation, we call usually Ruven and Shimon, of those two marriages of Reuven and Shimon, at least one of the spouses is a deaf mute. Our Mishnah discusses scenarios in which there's a deaf mute and only one of the marriages. We begin with the following case. We have shnei achim, echad veechad Two brothers, one of whom is a deaf mute, the other isn't. These brothers married sisters, neither of whom is deaf mute. They're both of full intelligence, able to affect the transactions. If meis bikachas, if the deaf mute brother was married to the regular woman, Died without any children. What should the surviving brother, one who's married to regular woman, non deafy woman, do? The answer is nothing. For the deceased brother's widow in this case, goes out, is completely exempt from any mitzvah, Yibim, or Chalitza, as the sister of this surviving brother's biblical wife. And so even if the marriage of his deceased brother, was valid on the Biblical level, there wouldn't be a yibum. On the so in this case, where the marriage of the deceased brother was only valid on the rabbinic level, because that deceased brother was a cherish. So there's no question that in this case, the Yavama goes out, there's no mitzvibim or chalitza. The mission discusses, what if instead, meis pikeach the brother who himself is not a deaf-mute, who is married to a woman who is not a deaf-mute, he died without any children. In such a case, what does the surviving brother, the one who himself is a deaf-mute, is married to a regular woman, do? In this case, the widow does not go out. She's not exempt from yibam on grounds that she's the surviving brother's wife-sister because the surviving brother's wife is only his wife on the rabbinic level. So yes, there is an error of a problem. The surviving brother can't actually marry his late brother's widow. But that rabbinic erva status is not powerful enough to negate the biblical mitzvah to marry his widow. Because his late brother's marriage was valid on the biblical level. So upon his brother's death, that created a biblical mitzvah between his brother's widow and himself. So since there is a Zika, there's a mitzvah between the surviving brother and his late brother's widow. As a consequence, the surviving brother becomes forbidden to his own wife, as she is the sister of a woman with whom he has a even bond with, and that bond itself creates a kind of marriage. So putting it all together, what we have here is a situation in which, on the rabbinic level, the surviving brother is already you know, now considered married to both of these women, which in turn means that both women, practically speaking, are forbidden to him. They're both sisters of his rabbinic wife. So how must he proceed here, the Misha says, "Mozi, Ishto beget." The surviving deaf Yavim has to give his current wife a get. Again, she's is e She's sister of woman he has a Zika with. So he can't stay married to her. So he divorces her. As regards the widow of his deceased brother, she unfortunately is stuck in this case. It's simply impossible for her to extract herself from the Zika bond. She can't marry the surviving brother in Yibum. For Once again, she's the sister of the Yav'am's rabbinic wife, and now ex-rabbinic wife, but that doesn't change the fact that she's prohibited to him. Nor is it possible for the Yav'am to perform chalitza because he is a deaf-mute. But at the same time, she is bound to the Yav'am. Once again, the conflicting every prohibition is only on the rabbinic level, and so she cannot marry anyone. Presumably, this will be a situation where the Rabbanan would take precautions, make some kind of a prenuptial agreement so that it could never end up in this situation.